Hello, my name is Jerry Durham, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, What's Best for the Patient is Best for the Business. This podcast was put together for you, the healthcare practice owner, and wants to achieve success in your healthcare practice and turn this practice, this clinic, into a business. So if you want growth and scalability that drives financial performance, all three of those don't always come together. But if you want that, then you've come to the right place. I'm here to help you be most successful in your healthcare practice and turn it into a business. Cheers. Thanks for coming. Welcome back to the show. What's best for the patient is best for business. Again, thanks for your, uh, your time and your energy. And I would say your money, but I'm not sure I've seen that. So thanks for your time and your energy, but uh, seriously, I appreciate you coming back and you hopefully getting some value from this and you hopefully joining in the conversation over on Facebook. Um, if you like what's best for the patient is best for business Facebook group. And then um, also feel free to jump over on YouTube where there is a boatload of deeper dive into probably a lot of just these things like what we're going to talk about today, right? So I would highly assume if you want more, if you want to learn more about some of this stuff, go over to YouTube and start perusing the videos over there. There's actually, if you've never been there, go to the playlist tab and there is a playlist called Start Here. Yes, I literally called it Start Here. And it's about five videos. It just basically go into a deep dive of it's about an hour's worth of content to really get you set up in the mindset of what I'm preaching here at the what's best for the patient is best for the business podcast. So again, thank you for your time and your energy. And if you want to invest some more time and energy, you can again, do the Facebook group or the YouTube again, all of that's free. All of that is just content. The YouTube group, the YouTube, sorry, I put videos up there typically weekly. And um, the Facebook group, ongoing conversation, that's where I post the bulk of my information, my Facebook lives, any content I have, I post through there. So cheers all. So today, why you must be a problem solver before they even schedule. I mentioned at the end of the last podcast, we'd probably dive into that, be a problem solver out of those three objectives, right? So I said, screw it. Let's just do it next why you must be a problem solver before they even schedule. I'm going to go out on a limb here in this episode. I don't know how many you've listened to yet. I believe this is going to be the first time I say this being a problem solver on the first phone call is the singular most important thing you can do to increase your first visit arrival rate. Now you're going to find out being a problem solver encompasses a lot of smaller things. And I'll go into that today, but being a problem solver, having a problem solver mindset on this initial contact on this first phone call, on this first conversation with a patient, sorry, with a potential patient. I think that's a number one right there. Being a problem solver and having that mindset with a new potential patient on that first phone call will have the singular biggest impact on your first visit arrival rate. Now I went into this briefly in the last episode. So let's go a little deeper today. We got about 10 minutes to do this and we will just talk about this. And I'm pretty sure there's a YouTube video or two that say be a problem solver um, in the title. So if you're interested in this, go back to YouTube and check it out. People. So let's go high level again. 
people are looking for a solution. You know what's interesting? Everybody says, yep, let's start here. Sell the outcome, sell the outcome, sell the outcome. I'm like, that's cool, but that's not a differentiator. Selling an outcome is not going to do anything to grow your business. Right? Everybody says, I sell the outcome. I'm like, cool. How is that different than the other outcomes being sold in your community? Everybody's selling outcomes out there. So selling an outcome is not the difference maker, right? I do one-on-one care. I listen, I do this and I do that. I'm like, that's still not a differentiator because there are other people who do that, right? And there's a YouTube video called Quit Selling the Outcome. I take a deeper dive into that. People are looking for a solution. Now, everybody usually stops there. They're looking for a solution. Everybody leaves out the most important part of that sentence. People are looking for a solution to their problem. Nowhere on God's green earth does it say people are looking for a solution for their diagnosis. So think about that. What is your front desk gathering on the first phone call? And how are they being problem solvers, right? Now, I'm not even sure most front desks are offering solutions. And if people start asking about treatments, they talk about treatments as the possible solutions. But again, those treatments are not differentiators. They can get those treatments elsewhere. Hands-on care, exercise, manual therapy. It doesn't matter what you do in your clinic as a treatment or a service because someone else is, is advertising and marketing that same type of service or treatment. Okay. It is not a differentiator. I've been in this too long and heard too much and have read too much and have done too many secret callers to understand this. Right. So your services and your treatments are not differentiators. Those are not the solutions to people's problems. And here's the problem with this. You like that? Is when your front desk team is offering a solution, they're actually offering a solution to a diagnosis. Right. Because what they're doing, you're scheduling people for back pain. How can you guys help me? Right. And rarely, and by rarely, I mean almost never is it tied back to their problem. Let me tell you how to get the answer to this quickly on the first phone call. Their problem is what is the need from you? Right. Whatever they need from you is their problem. Right. When they tell you the result they need from you, they're going to spell it out in the problem they have. Now, mind you, I know, right? I have low back pain. I want to get rid of my low back pain. My answer to that is, okay, I understand that, but that's too broad. Anybody, I might even say, depending on how the call's going, anybody can help somebody with low back pain. But how can I make sure, Jerry, that we are the best fit for you and can help you to get back to those things you love to do, want to do, need to do daily, right? So what I need to know is what is it you can't do? right? What is it you're trying to get back to? What is, what is the problem you're trying to solve, right? I listened to a phone call last week from a front desk person doing an intake and the person on the other end of the phone was talking about how the pain was sitting, right? That pain was sitting. Well, okay, sure. We can help you pain was sitting, but that's not their problem. You know what the problem was? It came out about eight minutes later in the phone call. The problem was they were planning on taking a trip that they were going to have to be in the car for four to six hours. That was the problem to be solved. 
So yes, you could promise someone I'll help you with you. So really there's this tear effect here, right? That same person that we got to, they needed to sit four to six hours in a car to go on vacation. And right now they were having pain, right? 15, 20 minutes in the city. So we could start that with, I can help you with your low back pain. And they're going to go, hmm, okay. But why is this place the right fit for me? The next one can say, I can help you with sitting. They'll go, okay, cool. This sounds better, but I wonder if they can help me with sitting in a car, if they can do this, if they can do that. Okay. Maybe I'll still keep calling around. Then we get to your place where your team, your front desk team actually finds out it's to go on vacation. And your front desk team says, so Jerry, we help people who have low back pain, who have difficulty sitting. And we've helped people just like you who need to sit in the car for, for a certain amount of time, whether it's for work, whether it's for commute or whether it's to go on vacation. Right. And we've helped people just like you. And I have an expert who can help you get rid of that low back pain with sitting so you can enjoy your vacation. Now you guys hear that, right. And at that point, right. When would you like to get scheduled? So again, I can schedule you for physical therapy for low back pain. I can schedule you for physical therapy for low back pain with sitting. And maybe even tell you we've helped people with that. Or I can tell you I have just the person that we've helped many people who have low back pain with sitting in their cars for extended periods of time, right? Your front desk dealing into this and being a problem solver and not allowing someone to schedule for their diagnosis and digging into what problem do you need solved? It, you know, we could sit here for hours and hours. I have yet, I've yet to do a secret caller. It's, I got to tell you people, it's, just, it's verified every single day. Even the people who ask me maybe how I hurt my back never acknowledge that share. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. Well, how did you hurt it? And I tell them, but they never equate it to anything else on the call. They never tell me we help people with that. They never tell me the person they're scheduled me with has helped people with that. That's being a problem solver, right? So hearing someone has low back pain, let's go back upstream because this is what happens most often, right? I have low back pain. Oh, we've helped lots of people, low back pain. Well, so is the Cairo, so is the acupuncture, so is the personal trainer, so is everybody else, right? And this person who you tell you've helped a lot of people, low back pain now wants to know about your treatments and services. And then your team starts telling about very general stuff that they can get anywhere else. And then you go on to tell them their copay is going to be $75. And there's absolutely no reason for them to arrive. Hmm. Low back pain. Hmm. They do all these treatments everybody else does. And it sounds kind of expensive, $75. And then they call anybody else who then dives deeper now, right? Now is that $75 worth more? Is $100 worth more? By the way, that same person who'd pay for physical therapy for low back pain for $50 or wouldn't pay for low back pain for $75, would they pay $100 to see Dr. Jane Doe, who's helped people get back to sitting in their car, lengths of time for commutes, for vacation drives, for things like that? I'd argue they would. So being the problem solver, your front desk was to get down to this person's true problem, can't sit in the car for four hours and we got vacation scheduled, allowed your front desk team to then make sure this person knew that you had the expert who could treat them. There is value there. 
People will exchange money for value. People will pay for an expert. People will pay, right? Or sorry, people will pay for an expert. People will wait for an expert. Always get that. We always schedule everybody tomorrow because if we schedule them out, they don't show up. I'm like, that's because they sit around and they just have a lot of uncertainty around physical therapy for low back pain at $75. And they just go look for another place that'll offer the same thing at $74. That's why everybody wants to get everybody in tomorrow because you don't trust your fucking process. You don't trust your friend S team. And being a problem solver is the A number one thing they can do. Now you heard in this whole example I give you, that's getting stories out of them. That's learning a little bit of their history, right? That's learning some of their expectations because then you tell me you can't sit in the car for a trip. And I say, okay, you know, tell me, have you had help with this before? Yes, I have. Right. And any times I got hands-on care really helped me and took this pain down. Oh, Jerry. Right. So now Dr. Jane Doe, right. Who does hands-on care. And by the way, Dr. Jane Doe, the expert that I was telling you about, Jerry, who's helped people sit in their car for lengths of time for commutes and going on vacation also does hands-on care. You think that person is now going to possibly pay more, value what you do more and have less objection to your price? 130%. Because why? Because your front desk just solved or gave them a solution. Sorry, they didn't solve it. They gave them a solution to their problem was we have the expert who does the things you expect and I have a slot for you. And here's what it entail in that slot, right? Here's the cost. So the solution your front desk is driving to is actually an evaluation with that expert who will then tell them the things they must do to get back to being able to sit in that car to go on vacation. Be a problem solver before they even schedule will increase your first visit arrival rate tomorrow. Do not schedule people for diagnosis. Do not schedule people for physical therapy. Do not schedule people for their insurance. That is why your first visit arrival rate. That's why your cancel rate. That's why your drop off rate is high. Stop scheduling people. Stop basing it on insurance. Stop basing it on diagnosis and stop basing it on physical therapy. Train and help your front desk to understand how to be a problem solver and your first visit arrival rate will go up. All right. I said 10 minutes. I think that was 11 minutes. So there you go. Can appreciate your time and your energy. I hope this is helpful. If you want a deeper dive again, head over to my YouTube page, go to my Facebook group. Feel free to ask any and all questions in there about this, right? If you want me to take a deeper dive on the Facebook live, let me know. And I'll do that. All right. Cheers all. Again, this right here will have the biggest impact on your first visit arrival rate. Cheers. Thank you for listening today to the podcast. Here's what I want you to do next. Um, if you want to stay in touch or want more information on the doing of all this, then I highly recommend and I really want you to go over to my YouTube page, Jerry Durham PT, J-E-R-R-Y-D-U-R-H-A-M. There is just so much content videos added weekly if not daily and you will be able to bury yourself and immerse yourself into this content and learn all you need to know to start implementing some of the things we talked about today second thing i want you to do is just jump in feet first over at my facebook group what's best for the patient is best for business 
daily interactions, right? I'll be there. You can have discussions with other people. You can ask me questions. I post there frequently, post videos. I share information there. So it's a place to stay up to date and be very interactive with other people who have the same goals and mindset that you do and want to create this business, this healthcare practice that will scale and grow and give you financial performance. Cheers all.